Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swaggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here, introducing to you a very, very special and important and awesome episode of this week's podcast. A little under two weeks ago, Rich and Augie had the opportunity to sit down in what is a historic conversation for us here on the podcast. Uh, For over seven years we've been doing this, and this is undoubtedly probably the biggest opportunity that we've had. Um, Received an email uh, from uh, Sophie uh, on the West Coast. She works with the guys over at Rooster Teeth. If uh, you're not familiar with Rooster Teeth, I don't know what rock you've been living underneath, but they are one of the biggest, if not the biggest, video game YouTube channels and websites that there is. Their stuff has been featured on El Rey and all kinds of other networks. Um, Their Funhouse division, they have two guys over there, James and Lawrence, who uh, James specifically has been a lifelong wrestling fan um, and has always had a dream and a passion to want to get involved in the world and see if he has what it takes. So James and Lawrence enlisted the help of former WWE superstar, current Lucha Underground star and champion, AAA champion. He's got so many titles right now, it's hard to keep track of them. John Morrison or Johnny Mundo to train them to become professional wrestlers and prepare for a big tag team match. This was documented in the Rooster Teeth and Funhouse documentary House of Pain, which if you're listening to this the day this episode airs, April 28th, is available for you to watch right now on the Funhouse and Rooster Teeth website. Um, They inquired. We said, hell yes. So in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon, I believe at 1.30, um, whoever was available, which was Rich and Augie, who were, I, I could not have asked two better guys to be available for this project, um, specifically Augie, Augie needing to be on this podcast with Johnny Mundo, and you'll hear why. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's that We had a very short time window, so it's only about 20, 25 minutes we had um, because Johnny literally had to get on a flight as soon as his interview was over. Um Audio quality is uh, as good as it gets with dialing in via uh, Miami and Chicago and L.A. Um, fuck you, WrestleMania 2, because we did it much better than you did, if I do say so myself. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. There's promos to be cut. There's passion for the world of professional wrestling. There's an amazing FCW story. It's all there for your listening enjoyment. Uh, I'm not going to have any plugs... Uh, follow it so when the episode's over we're just gonna take it right on home so uh if you're new to the podcast of course um be checking out the podcast in its uh regular incantation uh next friday we're gonna have some uh, i believe either a game podcast or some follow-up on all the independent shows we discovered and loved over wrestlemania weekend but of course this podcast can be found on arcadeaudio.net it is our home base we have uh, been doing this for a really long time and we love the attention and we love the love 
for lack of a better term, that we've been getting, um, especially recently on our Patreon site, patreon.com slash arcade audio. You can go there for just $5 a month. You can get all kinds of bonus content from all of our shows. We have a plethora of podcasts. If you're, again, listening to this through Funhouse and Rooster Teeth for the very first time, if you like movies, if you like rap music, if you like television, if you like uh, improv, coming straight from the heart of improv in Chicago, Illinois, um, we have everything that you would want in the Arcade Audio Network of, uh, of podcasts. So if you have it within your hearts, um, donate every single month to help us out, and we'll help you out by giving you some really cool bonus content, merch, shout-outs, whatever it may be. Um, this podcast, along with all those other podcasts, are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Uh, leave us a review, five stars. It helps us out very, very much. Increases our profile. If you like us, tell a friend. Um, if you like us, let us know um, on our email, podswoggle at gmail.com. Also, social media at podswoggle. Also on Facebook. On YouTube, where we have all of our former Twitch streams, of course, Rooster Teeth being huge in the world of video games, every single month on Twitch we have the Podswoggle title tournament. Um, that upcoming tournament for May will be May 24th. Make sure to tweet us at Podswoggle your recommendations for any five people in the world that have ever existed, not existed, that could be up for nomination for being participants in this month's tournament. And of course, um, hit us up on um, any social media platform instagram as well i said facebook i said twitter um yeah and podswoggle at gmail.com for any thoughts questions or concerns enough of me talking you didn't come here to listen to me you came to listen to my boys rich and augie taking some time out and talking to james and lawrence a funhouse and goddamn wrestling superstar johnny mundo so boys take it away and joining us now on the line with uh, me, Rich, here in Chicago, and Augie uh, over the phone in Miami, uh, we have James and Lawrence from Rooster Teeth's Funhouse, as well as from, well, pretty much wrestling everywhere at one point in time, including now Johnny Mundo. How's it going, everybody? Hey, how's it going? Amazing. Yeah. It's going. Thanks for being on the show. It's great to be on Podswoggle. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for uh, joining us here on our um, unfortunately weirdly named show. Uh, we are still, after seven years, uh, looking for suggestions to change the name. Um, <laughs> Too much time's gone by. Yeah, it's just stuck with Podswoggle. Yeah, oh. the brand has been uh, has been sealed. You, like, you guys can't rebrand now. It's too late. It's yeah. cemented. Yeah. Don't want to send back all those T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you guys name shirts after Hornswoggle? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, it was not like you directly. guys are big Hornswoggle fans. Like you know, like he bigger was a- Hornswoggle fans than fans of Stone Cold or The Rock. Like you guys mm-hmm. really he like was, Hornswoggle. He was a fun, light, and pithy <laughs> thing at the time, and we didn't want to be yeah. like running the ropes or something like that. So here we are. If your if your podcast had existed. Like twenty years ago, you could have called it the Dink Cast. <laughs> Damn, it would have yeah. aged poorly. Still, yeah, <laughs> still probably catcher than Podswoggle. <laughs> so, enough about us. Uh, you guys are uh, joining us here um, to talk about a new project you guys are doing called House of Pain. Uh, that's going to be, uh, from what I imagine, it's going to be, and from the trailer uh, that we all have seen by now. Um, it's going to be a hard-hitting, straightforward, incredibly serious documentary uh, about James and Lawrence being trained to become wrestlers by by Johnny himself. Is that is that about accurate? Yeah, 
Um, if you know James and Lawrence, you'll know that they're never completely serious. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but, but I will say, they, they took the business of wrestling very seriously. They just don't take themselves very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was kind of, it, it all started from a silly little dream that I had where uh, Rooster Teeth, they, they like making documentaries and they like putting their uh, their personalities and stuff in interesting situations. And I said, oh, well, if we're going to do that, I'd, I'd always love to try and wrestle, thinking that it would be a fun experience, that it would just kind of be a lighthearted experience. Um, but then when we saw what we were going to go through and, uh, and how short a time we were going to have to learn as much as we could and the damage and the toll it p- could potentially take on our bodies, then it, then it made itself serious, I think is what happened. Yeah, that, I'd say that's, that's pretty much uh, entirely correct. For me, I, I was just down for the challenge of it, and I don't have many compunctions about looking foolish. So I, I knew that the two would happen. But, yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for just the, uh, the, the life-altering challenge that would be set before us. Uh, but it was good. I mean, it opened my horizons in a lot of pretty fundamental ways, um, you know, and in and, and some pretty uh, unique ways that you wouldn't expect from what on the surface appears to be two muscly dudes slapping each other and grunting a lot. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to watch that? Yeah, I know. Um, from, from my <laughs> point of view, uh, no offense to James and Lawrence, but um, my expectations were low. And um, they, they exceeded them. I, I, I'm really excited to see the uh, entire doc. Um, I know what we did and I know what we worked on. And um, we did some pretty advanced stuff in, the, in that short week. Yeah, it was it was really a very interesting experience because they think our own expectations were pretty low for ourselves, but it felt like every single day we were learning something new, but we were actually learning it. And um, and every single person we worked with, including including Johnny, see, not necessarily seemed surprised with what we were doing, but seemed more than willing to be like, "You've got that. Let's give you something new. Let's put more on top of it." And hopefully, at the end of a week, you guys will look like professional wrestlers. Nice. And for, for, for you guys, for, for James and Lawrence, what have been like the, the hardest maneuvers to learn and maybe something that was, that you thought would be super hard, but actually wasn't so hard. You kind of picked it up quickly. The, for me, uh, the absolute hardest stuff to learn was just taking bumps. Um, there's, there's really nothing that you can prepare yourself for the feeling of just getting your head shaken around and how it feels on your back and just everything. It's just a shock through your whole body. I actually found it way easier to pick up other moves because I was probably a fan growing up. I had seen them a hundred times on television. So when someone says you put your arm this way and this is how you, you carry them over and stuff like that, that was easier and easier to do than just stand in the middle and drop to your back as hard as you can. Um, that's, that's the thing that really took it out of me. And we took a lot of bumps in, in one week. Yeah, it's, uh, bizarrely, I was I was familiar with bumping or at least something close to it. I've been doing a lot of martial arts and break falling is sort of that. Except in martial arts, you don't invite getting thrown and you don't invite falling. And you certainly don't try to sell it. Uh, so you do everything you can to mitigate how much it hurts and how much it, it damages you. Wrestling is kind of the opposite. You do everything you can to make it look cool, which ends up making it hurt a little bit more. Uh, for me, the most challenging part was just the class of movement involved I'm not a very graceful man, uh, and despite wrestling looking like it's very powerful and strong, it's actually very a lot of finesse and grace involved. So, learning how to be loose and fluid is something that I've I've never done and just never fundamentally been good at. 
So trying to move that way for the sake of my partner was very chal- was very challenging to do and it's something I, I still struggle with, but it's good to, you know, it's good to try. It's good to learn. Awesome. Um, so another aspect, uh, I mean, you have, of course, the entire physical side, which definitely like takes a toll and everything, but I mean, wrestling is all about the, the, the characters and, and really communicating, you know, with your body and with your voice. So, uh, if, if uh, you guys went to promo land, if you guys did some promo class, uh, what were like some of your influences? And if at all possible, uh, maybe you guys could, could cut a promo maybe here on the spot right now. Yeah, I think we could try. I, I think in terms of our training in the documentary, that's one of the things that, that Johnny was like crucial for. Um, when we started working with him, he said, okay, well, you may know how to kick and you may know how to punch, but do you know how to do it as your character? And do you know how to do it as the, as the match kind of intends you to do it? Are you the heel? Are you the face? What is the intention for it as opposed to just making it look good? Um, and so that was something Johnny was definitely crucial for in making sure that every single move had purpose and had character and personality behind it. Um, in terms of like my personal influences, I, I still think that The Rock is one of the best promo artists working um i like i was always a fan of the ultimate warriors insanity or the macho man craziness but um something about the rock's ability to mix charisma with actually like selling a point and like you just believe everything he says and you just want even if you hate him you want him to be right and i think that's that's for me the key to cutting a good promo uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't come from a place of having that much experience watching actual wrestlers uh, perform or do promos. So uh, for me, it was just uh, finding something that I thought was funny to myself, uh, <laughs> which ends up having some similarities to other stuff that I've done at work. Uh, but I had fun with it, uh, and I hope that came through. Um, the I think the part that was probably the most successful was extending that character into social media. So I, I uh, James and I both got into character on Twitter and we'd be talking to people and replying to people. <laughs> and I was uh, just, yeah, I was just dishing out the most childish insults to people <laughs> with like spelling errors and everything like that. And, and people seemed, seemed to think that was really funny. So uh, that that was that was probably uh, the most successful aspect of it. Which, given given the the aspects of the character, kind of adds up. Uh, but yeah, so that that was. <laughs> It was interesting to kind of see all the different all the different ways that your character can be expressed. Uh, you know, it's it's not just holding a microphone in front of a camera. It's being on social media. It's like James said. It's expressing yourself through physical action in the ring, and apparently, it's going to be through uh, through a uh, pod swoggle uh, radio promo. <laughs> when uh, when we were working on stuff, um, a couple one of the, one things that I told the guys was the most successful characters are based on who the person really is. You're you with the volume turned up. The, the rock is emphatically the rock. He's always the rock. Same thing with stone cold. Um, John Cena, you could say the same thing. You could say the same thing about the Miz. The Miz is emphatically the Miz. So when you're picking the character, it's not like you're just, uh, let me think of something that like, uh, maybe like a cop or what if I'm a, what if I'm a Mountie? It's like some, version of yourself or some parts of your personality that you think are, are funny and resonate with, with uh, who you really are. Um, and in addition to that, layering that on top of the movement and realizing that every move 
needs to have intent is uh, what takes so long to learn how to wrestle. I mean, anyone can learn a bunch of moves. You know, you can see moves at Cirque du Soleil. You can see moves at the Monster Truck Rally. But um, I guess in the parking lot, it's yeah. probably yeah. like, in, yeah. Peter's <laughs> bottles being smashed. Yeah, that's what I meant. But um, figuring out how to put all that together and um, in a package that you're, when you're emphatically yourself and everything you're doing has a purpose. Um, you guys, Rich, you mentioned uh, some, some promos. What if we, what if we start that with Podswoggle cutting promos on James and Lawrence and then James and Lawrence rebutting? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think we can maybe do that. Maybe we're leading up to a, uh, a big tag team match. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I think we can, Augie, are you ready for this? Yeah. Nope. Richard Augie, big tag team match, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. August, no, April 29th, the day after the documentary's out. All right, here we go. versus James and Lawrence. James, Lawrence. I cannot wait until April 29th. You and I, and Augie and I, and James and I, and Lawrence and I, who knows where Johnny Mundo's going to be, we're finally going to be eye to eye. And when we come eye to eye, you know, you guys have the big backing of rooster teeth behind you. I'm going to knock those teeth right out the beak and out your beaks. We're going to go. Augie, tell them something. Yeah. Yeah, you guys just started. Well, guess what? I'm the casual fan who who is always just starting. So I'm right at your level. I'm <laughs> so terrible at this shit. <laughs> you guys pick the worst person to cut a promo because I'm the casual fan of the show. But anyway, oh, I'm going to knock you through the I like to keep going. <laughs> well, 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 Podswogglers. Listen, you may have the worst name I've ever heard for a podcast. <laughs> on the internet but that doesn't mean that we're not going to treat you any differently in the ring as far as we're concerned as soon as you step in there you're meat just like everybody else and when james angel parts the clouds and shows you the light you're gonna wish you're gonna wish you had named yourself the dink cast ain't that right lawrence sakamoto Oh, that's so right. You know, I like to think that I'm the world's biggest joke, but I see the world's two biggest jokers right in front of me. Eye to eye? You think you can look us in the eye? Let's count a little bit. Let me teach you how to count. How many documentaries have you been in? That's a big fat zero, because that's what you are. We are number one. We have been in one documentary. That means we know how to wrestle, and we are going to put you in the dirt and show the world what clowns you are. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, all right. that's I putting butts in the seats. Uh, every eighteen inches. Gotta watch this documentary on, on April twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll then that that all the documentary is actually only serving as hype for this match that we're actually gonna have. Absolutely, James Lawrence for Podswoggle. What's the goal? Thanks for the for the. On the marquee. I, uh, I got to bring this up. Yeah, there you go. I got, sorry, I got to bring this up really quick. Um, so basically, I, so I used to watch wrestling back. You guys mentioned The Rock and stuff like that. So I, used, I was really into it back then with The Rock and SmackDown, Stone Cold. And then I kind of got away from wrestling a little bit. And then uh, I went to college up in Gainesville. When, and that's where I met Rich and Mullet and the rest of the guys from the show. And they kind of got me back into wrestling. So when I got... This was around mid-2000s, maybe late 2000s. So... 
Uh, my favorite wrestler when I got back was a one John Morrison. I don't know if Johnny Mundo knows who that is. Uh, but oh, yeah. Uh, one John, Mo- <laughs> John Morrison with WWE. So you should have started with have... It would have been a whole different thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a whole different, yeah. <laughs> I, dude, it was awesome. You came out in slow motion and you had the, 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 the fashion. And what I'm getting to is you had the hair. So basically, one night, uh, alcohol may or may not have been involved. But I was like, you know what? I want to grow my hair just like John Morrison's. So we shaved my head that night, waited a whole year, uh, and then there was an FCW show in Gainesville that you were at. Um, uh, But unfortunately, I guess because I was a little bit overweight, when I got there with my long hair, uh, Bridge and Mullet and these guys said that I looked a lot more like a Husky Harris back then who had long hair. So I (laughs) I got to meet Husky Harris, who called me his brother, uh, who was a super nice guy, by the way. But I just wanted to bring that up, that I totally missed the mark on trying to be John Morrison. <laughs> so just to let you know, uh, it's really hard story. to be you. For, uh, <laughs> well, for starters, like if you're going to grow your hair out, shaving your head is probably not the way to, to start. That seems like a step back. Yeah, if you're going to say yourself back. <laughs> but I remember that show in Gainesville explicitly because at the time I was calling my fans Morrison followers. And... Um, my buddy Ryan Nemeth wrote a press release in Gainesville that said, attention all mofos, come see John Morrison <laughs> at Gainesville at FCW. And um, he got an angry call from John Laurinaitis at the time. He was like, uh, uh, Bradley, Ryan, did you, uh, did you issue a press release that said, attention all mother effers, come see John Morrison? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I heard about it from him and from Steve Kerr and from everybody. And I was like, no, it's a thing. Like, I'm mofos. It's like a Morrison. It's, a, it's on my T-shirt. It's on, it's on the internet. But um, I guess in a, in Gainesville, for some reason, like a, there was some complaints about the press release that was issued. Uh, well, Augie was the biggest oh, mofo uh, of them all. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> biggest one. Man, thanks for thanks for that story, man. What a what a fun memory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just an influencer through and through. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you guys would like to, to just kind of say to sort of uh, drive us home uh, about uh, House of Pain and uh, everything we're looking to expect? Do we know who who uh, you guys are going to be uh, facing at the end of it at all? I mean, aside, I mean, we're, we're you know, we're going to main event the next night, but before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's hate themselves. Hate. Yeah, we are, we uh, are going to uh, a tag team called Hate. Uh, Ray Rosas and Mondo Vega, and uh, they're some bad bad dudes. Not the kind of not the kind of guys you want to go up against as uh, as beginners. Um, You're probably listening to this too. Yeah, <laughs> they might be at the the show on the 29th, ready yeah. to run in on oh, the winners. Oh boy, I hope not. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's some bad blood there. We uh, yeah, 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 it got a little spicy near the end. Well, uh, fellas, right. Augie, unless there's anything else uh, you'd like to uh, to any other stories you want to divulge that we don't, I don't even know about? Fresh out of stories. How's, uh, how's the hair looking these days, Augie? <laughs> Actually, ironically speaking, I'm trying to make a second go of it. So Are you serious? I, I, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah Rich, I don't even know if I told you. No! It's been a few months, so I haven't cut my hair, and I'm just going to make a go of it. Hopefully I'm a little thinner this time. Whatever, we'll see. I might have to call it Mundo and get some uh, hair tips. It's a bad later. idea. Rich is like, no, thank you. Yeah. You I'm know, trying to I'm hang like on to the hair. Well, 
On that note, um, guys, for, uh, um, for all the stuff that I'm doing and like uh, how my hair's looking, you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Morrison, on Instagram go. at John Hennigan, or uh, on Facebook John Morrison, and um, follow the real me, not the fake ones. <laughs> nice. And James and Lawrence, where can we find you guys on the internet? About the doc. Uh, you can find me at, at on Twitter at James Willems, um, and you can also follow Rooster Teeth at Rooster Teeth. Um, or go to roosterteeth.com. Uh, April 28th is when the, the documentary hits, and it's going to be up on everything. Um, so uh, hopefully everyone likes it. Yeah, uh, For me, Lawrence Sontag, you can find me on Twitter at Sirlar, S-I-R-L-A-R-R. Pick the handle at 13, and I'm going to stick with it until I die. Uh, yeah. You can also uh, you can watch James and I. Yeah, you can watch us in our... We're actually part of a group called Funhouse. You can find us on YouTube at Funhouse, F-U-N-H-A-U-S. Search that up. We do uh, comedy gameplays and stuff like that. And then also we sacrifice our bodies, like James said, for uh, for House of Pain. And like you said, com, April 28th, for uh, our first video service. But you can also get that on, like, uh, Apple TV, iOS, Android apps, Xbox One. It's on everything. Just uh, search for Rooster Teeth. Awesome. Do you guys have any plans for after April 28th? Like, are James and Lawrence, you guys going to keep wrestling? Mundo, are you going to are you going to try... You know, continue coaching, or maybe become like a, a writer or agent, commentary. You guys have any other plans afterwards? Never say never in wrestling, but right now uh, we're going to all wait and see what happens on April twenty eighth first. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think if nothing else, there's there needs to be a little bit of time for the bruises to heal, <laughs> um, and maybe more okay. than bruises too. Not to mention the emotional scarring. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, the healing is still still going on, so it was a pretty destructive process. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on the note of emotional scarring and physical bruises, I uh, just want to thank you guys so much uh, for taking the time uh, to go bits with us a little bit, um, share some stories, some laughs, cut some promos, and just all in all have a, a real good time. So, Johnny, James, Lawrence, thanks again so much uh, for Podswoggle, a, a wrestling podcast. Um well, I'm either throwing it back to mullet or we are swogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.